0: Learn to trust the journey, even when you do not understand it. Lolly Descal Good morning, good evening, whichever time zone that you are, welcome to another episode of Journey to the Mic with Mike Garcia. I am your host, the one, the only. <laughs> I am here to say that it's funny because we talk about in many times where a voice artist needs a coach. It's nearly equivalent to a student needing a master or a student needing a teacher, a sensei needing a master, so to speak. And I thought, what better way for me to continue to talk about someone's journey than to bring my personal coach, one of the most fantastic human beings that I have ever met, that I've ever had in my entire life. Now, to give you a little bit about this person, she wrote an off-Broadway musical, a jazz musical, and it ran for six years called Truffles. Got to check that one out real quick. She is a professional voice actor and a professional voice coach for singing, voiceover, also a director, and even entertainment business. So after we leave out of here, I'm just saying you might need to make a few calls if you need help. But I digress. I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud. I am privileged. I am honored to announce and to bring in my coach, Cassie Nadeau. Cassie, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here, too. I really am. And to give the listeners a little bit about ourselves, we met last year. First of all, we worked together literally for about a year. And I can honestly say that I've grown tremendously as a voice artist because of your guidance, because of your ability to push me, to be my best, to guide me, to be there for me, not only as a coach, but as a friend in my lowest of lows. And... uh, words cannot express of how much i appreciate everything you've done for me
1: no oh, thank you that means a lot to me i'm i've i've been privileged to be here and watch you grow i mean you've grown so much since we started working together um mm-hmm. as an artist and as a human being and i've i've been you know lucky enough to witness that and and watch it and it's it's been a privilege for me too i think that's the that's the definition of a good working relationship and a good friendship you know is is being able to watch each other grow and help each other out and and so it's it's been great to to be there
0: absolutely and do you remember how we met we met last year on the boat for the voice actors of New York City it was like a little boat party around New Year's it was yes. freaking cold it was so yes.
1: cold yes <laughs> it was great it was so cold and and I remember it was around New Year's I think And we just started chatting about acting and then voiceover and. and, Yes, um
0: I I sent out the bat signal. I said, I need help with commercials. And you came to me. You asked me, you know, what do I need? What do I need help Mm -hmm. with? And the moment we sat down and had our Zoom chat, you want to get to know more about me, about my life, Mm -hmm. about where I am in voiceover, my goals, my aspirations, the why, the why am I doing this? Why?
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: How much of that is a an important question for voice actors to truly, truly realize that that is the one question they have to answer? And it's I, not an easy one to answer.
1: It's not. I think it's the number one thing that any business owner and any creative needs to answer. And any creative is a business owner because your job is to sell your creativity. It's to package and sell what you have. And so kind of understanding where you're at, where you're coming from, why it's important to you, what brings the joy, what makes it exciting. Because if this is going to be a lifelong journey of creativity, which it is, it's not a, it's not a sprint. You know, we've heard people say that before. It's not a sprint marathon. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
1: true. And if you want to do creativity for the rest of your life, you have to be passionate about it. If you want to run any business, you got to be passionate about it because business is hard. And there are going to be a lot of times that you question yourself. There are going to be a lot of times that you feel like you're, you're, you've fallen down and it's hard to get back up. So you've got to love it. You've got to love it in order to keep getting back up and go up after it day after day after day and know where you are, know where you want to go. A lot of the time people know where they want to go, but they don't really analyze where they're starting from. So you got to know what direction you're facing before you walk, right? If someone says go north, but you don't know what way north is, you just start walking. You might be going the wrong way. So it's good to know where you're at first and then map out from where you're at, where you want to be and set, we've talked about this before, but setting lifestyle goals instead of- Yes. goals. Realistic ones. Have, yeah, still having achievement goals, but lifestyle goals are the things that are going to get you to those big achievements. So instead of like, you know, I need to win, an oscar it's okay the first thing i need to do is start doing auditions regularly right because if you're not even doing auditions yet then then winning an oscar seems like so far off but if you can make smaller steps remember that that's in the distance that's what you're going for but the lifestyle goals okay how can i make auditioning part of my weekly routine you know lifestyle goals in the sense of okay how can i Introduce myself into some more acting training or some more classes if that's what you really want to do. Same with voiceover. If it's like I want to book, you know, a huge commercial, great. First thing you've got to do is, what's your setup? Do you have a way to even audition? And then once you know that, then okay, where can I audition next? So it, for a lot of people, when they start something, they get frozen at the beginning because the goal seems like so an impossible and unachievable, right? It's like oh. I want to do this thing, but how do I do it? Okay, well, where am I? Okay, I need to get a microphone to do auditions from home. Okay, I need to figure out how to get a reel together. I need to figure out how to start auditioning. So almost instead of thinking of the achievement achievement, you think of how am I going to start integrating this Business into my life, and how am I going to start making it a reality so that I can get to that achievement? So, just breaking things down a little bit more. And I think that that's, you know, that's what we did. And a lot of our first talks was just breaking down the business, and we were breaking down, you know, where you were at what your struggles were, what were the problems that you seemed to be hitting? What were the walls that you seemed to be hitting? And then what were the things that were going well? And what were the things that were going really good for you? What were the things that we could lean into a little bit more? And what were the things that we could work on to get to where you want to go? So we've been working a lot on, on lifestyle goals, which I think is great because sometimes too, we've talked about confidence, but a lot of people say that confidence is you know, their achievements. Oh, if I achieve this, if I get this, that's confidence, right? We've talked about how instead confidence is backing yourself up, whether you get it or not. So knowing that, you know, you can, and you have the power to achieve it, whether you win or not, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you get up, you try again, you figure out where the problems were and you try again. Confidence comes from yourself. It comes from your perception of yourself and how you feel about yourself and whether you back yourself up or not. And it doesn't come from if other people see me win this or do this or get this, or if other people say that I am, then I'll be confident. The confidence comes from the self and then it radiates out. And that, you know, I think that is something that we've, we've both been working on in a lot of your work. And I've seen your confidence grow in so much in the last year, year and a half, you know, and I've seen you just bloom into such an a powerful and exciting speaker. And and so <laughs> it's really, it's really awesome to watch you doing this podcast and to see you making your dreams become a reality and and putting in the work and doing the mini goals every day and having the confidence to wake up and continue doing those mini lifestyle goals until you have now started to achieve major big things because you've been implementing it and working hard and putting your confidence first.
0: You know, if this is your way of trying to make me cry, you're kind of doing a really great job.
1: <laughs> well, we're working oh my on it too, aren't we? <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. But, you know, everything you pretty much said is spot on and it's the journey that we continue to make on our everyday lives. And it's what we have to remind ourselves whenever we're feeling low or whenever we are at our highest and it's just something that we have to deal with as a human being. Now, what brought you into this lifestyle you know into the singing the voiceover the acting as a whole like what made you you
1: yeah great question i mean i grew up in a very small town i don't even know if you could call it a town uh (laughs) we would buy our groceries from the local farmers and you know (laughs) drive two hours to get anywhere so i've been singing and kind of doing funny voices and stuff my entire life just having fun out in, in the country when there wasn't really anything to do back then. We didn't even really have internet because we were so far out. Mm-hmm. So all you could really do is run around and sing and and have fun and just play pretend. And as I, I grew up around the age of 12, I discovered that I really loved teaching music and I wanted to share that with other kids. So I started a school program on Tuesdays and Thursday nights that ended up turning into a major program that taught children from halfway houses and orphanages and
0: well oh, that's awesome
1: and yeah and settlement houses how to sing and play guitar it's now run by the royal bank of canada and i did that from the age of like 12 to about 16 17 so i always have been kind of teaching music teaching voice and then by the age of 17, someone had heard about the work that I was doing. And they asked me to produce a acting school in Toronto, which I did. And then they brought me to New York to produce the acting school here. And that's how I ended up coming from Canada to New York. And so I've always been kind of creating spaces for people to learn about art and to learn about the craft. And what I realized, though, as I got older and started working as a working actor, a working singer, working voiceover artist, I started to realize I didn't know a lot about business, like all of these schools that I had been to, and even the training programs that I had been working on, we had been working on teaching people about how to sing and how to act and how to do the craft, but we don't, colleges, universities, they don't really teach you a lot about the business side of things. So I ended up-
0: cannot agree with you more on that.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Unless you have a degree in business, marketing or economics, it's very rare you get to learn about the business aspect of everything.
1: 100%. And as I started to create my own work and try to get it out there, I realized, yeah, I didn't know anything about business, didn't know anything about marketing. I was trying to create shows like the off-Broadway show that I ended up doing. And I was spending a lot of money and I couldn't figure out why I wasn't making a lot of money because I didn't know a lot about finances because none of my college or university experiences had ever taught me about any of this as, as an actor, singer, or voiceover artist. So I ended up taking some business courses and I ended up you know, paying for a business coach and I just strongly believe in, in coaches. I ended up paying for a bunch of marketing classes. I did a bunch of side courses. I, I decided I was going to learn about this kind of stuff because it was the one thing that I feel artists are lacking and artists continue to leave the industry or, you know, quit their jobs as artists and and go and do something else because they don't quite know how to sell themselves or market themselves. And I think that that's a tragedy because there are so many talented people out there. They just don't know how to get out there. And so I, I started integrating that knowledge into my teaching as well. And I think that voiceover acting, singing and business, they all go hand in hand because every single one of those things requires creativity, ingenuity, knowing the self, knowing sales and knowing why you're doing it. Right. And all of those things also have to do with storytelling and, you know, being authentic and really being able to read people, read the text, acting, voiceover, singing. It's all about storytelling. Business, all about storytelling, right? All of these things are integrated together. And I always think it's so interesting. It's voice acting, right? So the, yes. there's both the voice and understanding the voice. And as a singer, you, you understand not only voice, but musicality of voice, accents, even pauses of speech. All of these things, musicians really understand. And then you've got acting, which is storytelling, your prime base of understanding people. Acting is the knowledge of people and the knowledge of self, understanding why people do what they do. And what is sales? Kind of the same thing. Understanding yourself, understanding your customer, right? Once you add Mm -hmm. all of these things into your voice acting and you understand how to package yourself, brand and market yourself, you understand how to talk to people, understand that The most important thing people want is to be seen, heard, and understood. And if you can ask people what they need, and if you, as the business, can deliver on that, then that's the perfect customer-client relationship, right? The thing about businesses is you have to be able to deliver on what you promise. And also, I I like to say in business, also over-deliver a little bit, promise something Mm -hmm. and give just a little bit extra, because that's how you create stronger relationships with your clients and get them to come back and client retention and all of that. But it's the difference between really doing business and being a cheesy car salesman is un- understanding people, understanding what they want and then knowing if you can deliver on that. And that for me, you know, when we met and you were like, I'm looking for someone to help me with my acting and my voice and my voiceover and I was in my business and I was like, great, that's everything that I do. You know, we wanted, to, I wanted to know where you were coming from and what you needed and if I could deliver on that. And so we had that discussion. And when I knew I could deliver on that, that's how an amazing teacher, student, coach, client, client business relationship is created. And it's the same kind of relationship you want to create with your voiceover clients in your voiceover industry. It's the same kind of business relationship you want to create when you're a singer or an actor. It's how can you know your client and what they want Do you know if you can deliver on that and over deliver and then talk to them about it and and get to the source of what they need and be able to be authentic enough and, you know, uh, released enough to show yourself and to show your authentic self so that they know that you're the right person to work with, you know, because if you truly know that you can help them and you truly believe in yourself and your intention as the business is to truly help this person, then that person is going to feel it automatically. And they're going to know, you know, it's going to be a feeling inside their stomach, like something's (laughs) right about this. Like this person really does want to help me. And I think that that's business. And that's, that's storytelling. That's acting, right? Acting is being able to be so authentic that you can really release the self and feel how that person is supposed to feel in that moment under those circumstances, which is the same thing for cartoons. And we even talk about it, how cartoons and commercials are not all that different when it comes to understanding people and understanding what they're
0: really not. No, they're not.
1: And so, so it's different technique, but, but a lot of it is understanding psychology is understanding humanity is understanding people, why they do the things they do, why they want what they want. And that's really understanding at the end of the day, acting sales, voiceover, singing, storytelling, marketing, branding, business, all of it. Everything. It comes down to understanding the self and understanding others. It comes down to communication, really. And that's what our classes are really about, how to communicate with yourself, how to communicate with others. Right.
0: And picking back up on this from your years as a coach, whether it's singing voiceover, you know, anything that you've done, what would you say off the top of your head are the biggest no no's when it comes to business Mm -hmm. that you've seen or that you've heard? or that you're like, just why?
1: Okay, promising things that you can't deliver, number one, Mm -hmm. like an overpromise, like I'll get you, you know, an Oscar by next year or something like that. Like, you know, those are the people that you've got to watch out for in business because you want to make sure that your business relationships are not only kept intact, but they have longevity. It's always easier to have return clients than to find entirely new clients. And when you have a client that loves you and knows that you you deliver on what you promise. I mean, that's not only the qualities of a good business, but also I think of a good person, you know? Um, so just, yeah, not promising things that you can't deliver on another big no, no in business. Hmm. I think like, yeah, lack of love for what you do. We talked about the why a little bit earlier, but it is The, is, the, um, the why
0: you do what you do.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a big no no in business, not only for yourself but for others. If you really don't love what you do, somewhere along the line you lose that you lose all need or passion for it. And a lot of people not only can take that out on themselves, but can take that out on others. If you have employees, that kind of thing can can be destructive for people's lives. It can be destructive for your own life. You know, doing something because you feel you have to instead of doing the thing that you know you want to, what your heart is telling you to do. We've talked about this before too, but like, why do you do the things that you do? Are you doing it because you want someone to be proud of you or someone to be impressed or others to think something of you? Or are you doing it because you want to be impressed with your own heart and you want to be made happy and you want to point to yourself and say, I'm happy with me. This is what I want to do. If you really do have the love for it, that's longevity. That'll never go away. That'll last forever. No matter how many times you fall down, no matter how many times you, you screw up or make a bad choice or make the wrong choice. Even you'll be able to get back up and have the confidence in yourself to back yourself up. And be able to say, hey, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And you'll be able to jump back into the race and have the confidence in yourself to continue moving on. Because confidence is not about whether you get it or not. You can lose and still be confident. You can lose and still say, I still can get up and try again. I have the confidence that I'll try again. And that's true confidence. True confidence is earned by the self, not by achievements and not by others. It's earned by the fact that you continue to show up for yourself and show yourself that you back yourself up. You start to trust yourself. You start to have faith in yourself, knowing even if you lose and you don't get what you wanted, that you'll still be there for you. You're still backing you up. And you've done it so many times. That, you know, you can count on you. And as soon as you can count on you, that's confidence. Because you can't always count on winning or count on getting that audition or count on getting the next thing. Sometimes you can't even count on some relationships in your life that you think that you can count on, right? Sadly. Sadly. But you know what relationship you can always count on? The relationship with yourself. 100%. And the only person that can prove that to you is you the only person that continues showing up for you is you. On your hardest days, on the days that you cried and fell asleep, on the days that you felt your lowest, and even on your happiest days, on your most blissful moments, the only person who was there every single time was you. You're there with you 100% of the time. So you better be backing yourself up. I heard from a friend of mine who said she was in a cab and the cab driver gave her the best advice in the world. I said, what was it? She goes, he turned around to me and he goes, listen, you're gonna be alone a lot in your life. And if you're alone, the only person you're gonna be in the room with is yourself. And do you really wanna be alone with an asshole? (laughs) And she was like, no, Uh, like, yeah. Right. And she, you know, and it's a reminder that like, we've got to back ourselves up. We're the only people that believe in ourselves 100%. Even when you have an agent, when you have a manager, they have a lot of other clients, they have a life, they have other things going on. The only person who cares the most about your career is you. That was some early advice I got from a teacher. I don't remember who I wish I did, but they said the only person that uh, you're ever going to, count on 100% with your career is you. That's the only person who is going to care the most about your career. It's the only person who's going to care the most about you. And it better be, it better be like, you shouldn't care more about somebody else than yourself. Right. And so, yeah, you've got to, you've got to care about your career. You've got to understand where you are as the business owner of your creative business. You've got to be able to almost look outside of yourself and say, okay, Where is my business today? What are the profits? What's happening over here? What can I improve? What's not working? Where am I bleeding money? Where am I spending money? And I didn't even realize I was spending it. You know, what are business expenses that I was just paying for, not even really thinking about? And then I find out later that I've been spending X amount of money. I didn't I wasn't even counting in my taxes and all these other things. So, you know, and we've talked about it too, about just really doing that business checklist and really understanding yes. where we are and what needs to happen next. And those are part of the lifestyle goals. What needs to happen next? If your lifestyle goal is is to do voiceover in your life, then you need to create goals that surround yourself with that. Like get to the mic three times a week or start learning about voiceover or start building a reel. Or if you're already there and you're you've got your reels and you're like, how do I get work now? Then it's time to find a coach and start asking where, if you can't find the holes yourself, that's what's great about having a coach. I have multiple coaches for business, for acting, for voiceover, for singing. And I still regularly get tune-ups and checkups with people. And that's so important because you need sometimes a third eye for somebody to be able to say, hey, you're not seeing this over here. And every good business owner knows that. In fact, every good business owner has a really good, assistant and a really good chief director and a really good head of whatever, right? Because they know that there are going to be things that they're missing because they didn't go to school to be, you know, maybe the the tax guy. So you need a tax guy to look at your taxes, you know, and don't mm-hmm. waste your time learning how to do your taxes when you can hire someone who's really good at doing that.
0: the power so- of outsourcing.
1: Right. The power of outsourcing. And we outsource our knowledge too. And as a good business owner, a good creative, we outsource, what do I need to learn about? And how can I find somebody to teach me about the holes I'm not seeing? And that goes for, for sales, for marketing, for branding. A lot of these things that the voiceover actors aren't even starting to think about yet. And these are the holes that school was creating. So as I was creating these schools, I started to learn about these things and started implementing those things into the schools I was creating. And now I implement it into my coaching. And like I said, I think business acting voice and voiceover are really all, all from the same thing. And they're all utilized in, in every single aspect of each other, which is why my world's kind of revolves around. Yeah. The voice and storytelling and understanding people. And Like I said, what I I really think our classes come down to is communication.
0: I remember there was at one point that we spoke so much about motivation Mm -hmm. and how we are motivated to do everything and a voice actor can be motivated, whether it's posts that they've seen or music or from a coach yourself. But I remember you told me, and I will never, ever forget this. You once said, and maybe you remember, maybe if you don't, motivation is nothing without discipline Mm -hmm. to do the work that we have to go and do the damn thing
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's
0: so true and I've till this day I will never ever forget it
1: wow yeah and and it is it is a lesson I think that every business owner is learning and and when you asked me about the nose of business and I said passion um, not ha- the lack of passion and the lack of love would be one of the no's. It goes right back to that because motivation comes down to discipline, right? And are you getting up every day doing this whether you want to or not? Because you know, if you've ever loved something, like let's say you've had a pet or even if you're a parent you have a kid, you know that on the days that you really don't want to get out of bed or you're feeling sick or whatever, you still got to walk your dog or feed them. You still got to make sure your kid gets up and goes to school or your baby eats. Right. Like you, when you really love something, whether you feel like it or not, you're going to go and do the thing you need to do. And that's business. Right. And we all think, you know, oh, the passional strike. No. no, sometimes you're going to be sick in bed, but your kid, you know, needs to needs to eat breakfast. Like there's no passion that's going to strike you in the middle of your flu it's going to be like no get up and do what you need to do uh you know to be the parent or you know and it's the same thing with your business being having a business is is in, in its own way having to take care of this thing that's that's separate of you almost like a child it's it's if it's if you don't help it grow it will not grow for you you can't just start a business and leave it there and hope that it hope that it works out you gotta put time, effort into it, help it, help it grow like a, like a seed, you know, make sure that you're watering it make sure that you're feeding it. All of these things are, are super important and knowing how to do that. And yeah, motivation, motivation. It's, it's going to come if you love it because you're going to be motivated to do it because you want it to succeed. You don't want it to drown. You don't want your business to be, to be done. So you're going to get up and do the work because because you're disciplined enough to and because you love it enough to and I think that's that's the why we talked about the why and that's the why if you really love it you're going to get up and do it every day you're gonna have the confidence to back yourself up it's all related see it's all related. everything
0: is a web it's interconnected in its own way
1: 100 mm-hmm. 100 but it's so true and and we talk about yeah this idea of passion will strike it's like no usually you have to go out and start doing the work and passion strikes you during the doing you know you you're not going to start a first date already in love. You kind of got to go on the first date and see if the <laughs> see if the person even shows up and see if they like the same things as you and see if you can have conversation. You can't start in passion, right? Passion comes from the doing, the getting to know people, the getting to know yourself, the getting to know your business. There are days I get up and I have to sing and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like singing today. And I start the first song and it's about not feeling like something. And I'm like, oh, hey, this is me right now. And all of a sudden I'm into it. There are days even when you're like, oh, I don't want to go out and do a speech today or I don't want to do my acting today or I don't want to audition today. Um, but as soon as you get out, you start doing it. You start to feel good because you remember who you are. You remember you back yourself up. You remember you show up for yourself because you love yourself so much and you love your choices so much that you you show up for yourself, whether you want to or not. And all of a sudden you start to feel confident. All of a sudden you start to feel good by yourself. All of a sudden you're running a good business because you feel good about yourself and you're making promises that you can, you can keep and you can achieve with your clients and your customers and yourself. Right. And then, and then, yeah, we have dreams and we have big goals, but we're also achieving things every day, even showing up for ourselves and doing the damn thing is achieving it. They say that 80% of results is just going out and doing it. A lot of people they're, they're not held back by the things that they can do, but by the things that they think that they can't do. And so they sit around not doing instead of going out and giving it a try and having the confidence to know that even if it doesn't work out, they'll get back up and do it again and learn the lessons that they needed to from either introspection or outrospection with a coach, right? But they're going to learn from their mistakes, they're going to grow, they're going to get up, they're going to do again, and they're going to grow more confidence because they got up and they did again. And then all of a sudden you do it so many times, at some point you're going to achieve, because you're going to continue learning. And we do say, you know, practice makes perfect, but I always say there's a caveat to that. If you're practicing the wrong thing, you're just... Repeatedly practicing the wrong thing, so yes. it is good always to have an outer eye and just to check on it. Take more courses if it's if it's marketing you want to learn about, take a marketing course or get a marketing coach or come talk to me or do do some research, do some reading, go on YouTube. There are so many ways that we can start looking outside of ourselves to get a look at our business and also so many ways that we can start understanding ourselves more, and that way we'll understand our business. You know.
0: And the fact that there really is no harm in admitting, hey, I've been doing this for so long. No results are going on there. I'm not seeing any results. Let me go out and ask for help. Let's find out, Okay, what can we change differently, even if it's small?
1: Yes, we're always so afraid of asking for help. And especially a lot of us go getters and artists, you know, we want to do it ourselves and we want to, you know, perform and entertain and show people that we can do it, but there's no shame or harm in asking for help. And a lot of the time you'll find that collaboration and fun things come out of getting help. You know, sometimes people see coaches as this like big thing that is like, wow, they're the coach and I'm down here. It's like, no, we're actually just two people within the same industry, you know, working on it. And I, have things to teach you. And I'm still constantly learning. And I hope that we all still constantly continue to learn and we can end up being colleagues at some point. I hope my, my students, you know, become my colleagues and that I get to work with them and that I get to see them grow. Like we've been able to watch you grow and I get to see them do things like start their own podcast. Like these are things that I want my students to achieve. And I think I think if you start looking at coaches and mentors as friends and as the guides in your life, they're, they're mentors, right? Like you were saying, like, you know, every kind of Jedi has their own Yoda, right? Like everybody's (laughs) got to have this little, little guidance to know where the next step is and you don't have to do it alone. And we should stop pretending that we can do everything alone. I mean, even in music, You can definitely be a solo artist, but isn't music beautiful with a a big band too, right? And, you know, voiceover, it takes so many people to do voiceover too. There's the writer, there's the director, there's the engineer, there's you. Like collaboration is the key and collaboration is communication, right? It's communicating with your counterparts and your clients and your coworkers and your fellow artists and creating something with all of you instead of always feeling like you have to do it alone. I think some of the best art and some of the most beautiful art comes out of good collaboration, which is good communication, which is good storytelling, which is a good understanding of ourselves and others and being able to translate that and communicate that with ourselves, with the world and with our audience and the people watching. And hopefully with the people buying too, um, when it comes to business. (laughs) So, you know, when you're voiceover, you're doing a commercial, you're selling something. So you're hoping that you're communicating with your client on the other end and that they really understand you want the best for them and that you believe in the product that you're selling. You want to communicate that story. You want to do storytelling by utilizing your voice and your voice training, your understanding of psychology and what people need and why they might want that product. And really being able to understand sales and business. I mean, I think learning sales and business was key to my voiceover career also taking off because it was understanding sales. I mean, what else are we doing but selling? And with stories, with acting, what else are we doing but selling the story and selling the truth of that person and understanding ourselves and how others react so much that we know how that person reacts and we can honestly tell that. We can honestly sell that. We can honestly storytell. We can honestly what? communicate. So yeah, (laughs) communication, all back to the same thing.
0: (laughs) Communication is key. Cassie, I want to thank you so much for being part of this podcast. And I hope that the listeners have truly, truly absorbed all this knowledge that you just gave. How would people contact you if they want to get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn at Cassie Nadeau. That's C-A-S-S-I-E. N-A-D-E-A-U. You can also go to my website at www.cassinado.com or www.voicebycassie.com. And yeah, just reach out, send me a DM. I'd be happy to talk with you. I always like to talk to my clients first and make, like I said, and most important thing for business is make sure that our, you know, I'm the person that you need and, and you're the right kind of student for me. I'm the right kind of teacher for you. I, I can deliver on my promises and I can see what you need. So feel free to reach out and talk to me. I'm always happy to have that conversation um, and always happy to answer any questions that you might have.
0: And there you have it, folks. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a like, a subscribe, a share, a follow five stars, 10 stars or whatever young people are doing nowadays. And always remember when it comes to voiceover, when it comes to life, their journey is just beginning.